0: welcome to today's episode of the geek responsibly podcast i'm your host jenna wall in this podcast i share helpful tips tools and tricks to guide you through inner healing mindfulness and becoming the 2.0 version of you if you have not yet done so hit that subscribe button and never miss another podcast episode again And if you're out there and you're loving this podcast, do me a favor. Take out your phone, head to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give us a rating review. The more positive rating reviews that we get, the more Apple Podcasts shares out our content and we can reach more listeners who need to heal. A way to pay it forward is to give that rating review and honestly, I would greatly appreciate it. And buckle up, because the podcast starts now. If you are the kind of person that leans into clinginess or anxious attachment style, this episode is for you. Welcome to Geek Responsibly Podcast. My name is Jenna Wall and today we're going to go over why we can be clingy or anxious within our relationships. Many of you may have heard about the attachment styles of relationships. They are avoidant, anxious, disorganized, and secure. These attachment styles develop in early childhood and are based off of our primary caregivers. As a child, we perceive these relationships in a specific way because we are dependent on our caregivers for comfort, safety, and support. Now quickly, I want to note that I myself has, have a bit of anxious attachment style. I would notice myself becoming clingy and anxious in my past relationship. I needed to know where he was at all times Even if he was at work, I wanted to know exactly what he was doing because I was nervous and constantly asked him to, do you still love me? Like every second I got, not to mention, I checked his phone, his emails, and I eavesdropped on on calls and and even him talking to his children because I wanted to have the chance to catch him. Now, this typically resulted in him pushing me further away my anxiety rising, and me continuing to self-sabotage everything that I was doing. And again, this is from how we were parented. Either the parent was emotionally unavailable, emotionally unpredictable, or they actually did abandon us. And to protect yourself, you subconsciously choose to abandon yourself. And I want you to be free of your brain's version of the upside down and stop trying to crawl out of your emotional swimming pool like poor Barbara. As humans, we have very specific needs, which I hate to break it to you. It isn't food, water, and shelter. Otherwise, the world would be in a much different place. These needs are to feel seen, heard, appreciated, loved, and most importantly, to feel safe. In order to get these needs met we require that the caregiver offers a warm and caring environment and are attuned to our needs even when these needs are not clearly expressed right we're crying and we don't know how to express what we need now just a quick side note we do not have to fit 100 percent into a single attachment style sometimes they blend i know it's this is the case for myself The point of self-analysis is to identify unhealthy behaviors and then understand what you might need to work on in order to improve your life. This is literally our purpose here on earth, just to to grow and become the best version of ourselves. And once we stop learning and growing, we feel stuck. So back to anxious attachment style, because that can be a whole other episode. All right. Anxious attachment style, as I mentioned, is developed in early childhood. This is usually brought on by emotionally unavailable or unpredictable parents. And some of the signs of this attachment style are low self-esteem, strong fear of rejection or abandonment, and clinginess in relationships. And I understand that it may require effort, but you can develop a secure attachment style over time. I just mentioned that your purpose here on Earth is to continue learning and growing about who you are and become a better version of you. Now, you may be thinking, I had a decent childhood, my parents were around, they didn't treat me poorly, and I still feel this way. Now, this again goes back to those human needs. The development of an anxious attachment style is often associated with an inconsistent parenting pattern. The parent will be supportive and responsive to your needs, and other times they will be emotionally unavailable. And it's not to their their fault, like they didn't mean to be this way. They also learned to be anxious themselves, but we have parents that might be single parents, working multiple jobs, and so they want to be there and be supportive and responsive to your needs, but they also have to provide for the family. Or you may have had siblings, and that will allow them to support every single sibling. It's hard to give all of the siblings the same affection and attention. Now, this inconsistency might make it difficult for us as a child to understand what the parent's actions truly mean. What kind of response will we expect in the future? And this is where that unpredictability comes in. Many times the child tries to attune to the parent to predict how the parent is feeling. So if they were unpredictable as a parent, they may come home from work and you're not sure if you're gonna get angry parent or loving parent. And this is how empaths are created. And as I mentioned, the parent also has an anxious attachment style themselves. But this isn't about genetics. This is about behavioral patterns throughout generations. This is where we get generational trauma. Now, how can we recognize if a person has an anxious attachment style? So adults with anxious attachment style might think highly of others. So putting people on pedestals, having idols, But they view themselves very poorly, even putting themselves down in front of you. They will be sensitive and attuned to their partner's needs, which they had to do the same for their parent, remember? So it is second nature to them. They just feel like that is normal, natural. However, they are often insecure and anxious about their own worth in the relationship, and just to go back to them putting themselves down, a lot of times they do this in a joking matter and make fun of themselves. So if the loved one rejects them or fails to respond in uh, to their needs, they might blame themselves or write themselves off as not being worthy of love, unlovable. Generally, these types of attachment styles need constant reassurance Do you still love me, right? Is that something that you say to your partner often? Or maybe your partner says it to you. The strong fear of abandonment might often cause anxious adults to be intensely jealous or suspicious of their partners. Think of controlling partners you may have had or does this resonate with how you react? Or instead of being controlling, they might lean more to being desperate, clingy, and chameleon in relationships. Seeking intimacy and closeness to fill the hole that they are feeling because they feel alone and they're very scared to be alone. Can you change your attachment style and if so how can you do it? You cannot change your past, but you can change the present, which will affect your future. So one key to healing an insecure attachment style is to make sense of the way you interact with your loved ones. Witnessing your thoughts, patterns, and beliefs in the relationships and being mindful of how you react, this will help you uncover that root cause. And reminder, this is unmet needs. Now we are just uncovering which need is going unmet and then making a game plan on how to fulfill it. Self-reflection is important and analyzing and making sense of your childhood experiences is an essential step. Past experiences do not define who you are or predict your present or your future. So the answer is practicing self-worth, and self-worth requires us to separate our unhealed trauma from who we truly are and choosing to become our true authentic self. The truth is, if we don't practice self-worth, we attract toxic people and situations that align with our narrative of abandonment. Let me say that again we attract toxic people and situations that align with our narrative of abandonment once we heal that abandonment wound we will attract healthier relationships and healthier situations that will align with our true authentic self now obviously Working with someone that can guide you through these patterns and past situations will be the most beneficial way to move forward on your journey to developing a secure attachment style. So if you know you are someone who will benefit with being guided through this, please message me at jenna at geekresponsibly.com or reach out to me on Instagram at I am Jenna Wall to see if my six-week private coaching program would be best for you. I'm going to end this podcast with reminding you that you are worthy. You are on your journey and path to healing and share this podcast with somebody that you know will benefit from this message as well. And always remember to geek responsibly.